Hey, Rose here. We have a very special topic that we are going to talk about today, and that is pollution. So we're going to start off with the types of pollution. Here they are. Water, air, soil, thermal, radioactive, noise, and light. So yes, there is seven types of pollution. And we're going to go over it right now. Now we're going to go ahead and touch upon the different types of pollutions and discuss exactly how they affect our system. Let's start off with water. That is industrial waste that gets dumped into water bodies, which can cause chemical imbalance, such as oil spills, pesticides, even natural disasters play a part into adding industrial waste to our water bodies that add to the water pollution we currently have. I'm sure you can think of different ways that our water gets polluted, like the beaches, perhaps. Like, think about it. Like, people are letting diapers float in there, plastic bottles, which affect fishes. Plastic garbage bags would definitely affect fishes. And birds who are trying to eat and catch fishes from the water. Like, this all becomes a domino effect of who and what gets affected in the circle of life. Now, air. Air pollution is in our atmosphere. It's part of our respiration, which is extremely important of life process of all living things. Now, we're breathing this air. We're not really thinking about how we're polluting it, right? We're not thinking about how the breathing of our air is actually not that fresh and it's not that clean and... Like, we're so, we take things for granted so much that we overlook these things. But these are real things happening in life right now that we should try to build a community on to try bettering. And it's great. There's a lot of places that have now been adding more biodegradable waste baskets or garbage cans. And excuse me for stuttering a little bit. (laughs) It was a hard thing for me to say for a second because I was really passionate. But yes, you know, little by little, like we are trying to turn things around. But a bigger question is, is it too late? I don't think so. But it's going to take years for us to try to turn around all the damage that has happened from generations before us and generations before that. So this is a long process, but in due time, we can try to pass this to our newer generation and in hopes that they take this and apply it to generations coming in. Now for soil pollution. Yes, I didn't know about this, but now I know soil pollution. And I just recently became a plant mama. <laughs> yes, like I just been getting plants and succulents. And I just been in bamboos and I'm just here like I come home and I'm just like, hi plants, have you been growing today? Oh look, a new leaf sprouted. I don't know, they call me crazy. Instead of being like a cat lady, I'm like a plant lady at the moment, but that's not the case right now. So let's go back to soil. So this is really important just because I'm a plant mama, just putting it out there. Soil 
soil pollution. That is like the stripping of soil and its natural fertility. Why are we doing this? Fun fact, did you know that soil is made from poop? I stood quiet on purpose. Let me repeat that. Did you know soil was made from poop? Google it. And if I'm wrong, send me an email and say, yo, girl, what's wrong with you? You wrong. But anyways, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. It doesn't stink. Soil doesn't stink. At least I've never sniffed it. Anyways, this is getting off track. So by using chemicals like pesticides and chemicals for the insects, a lot of farmers use stuff like this. And this adds to the imbalance to things. Now, did you know that plants, yes, plants, and I like to think trees too, that they are responsible for holding the soil together firmly. So if the plants can grow, the soil splits, causing soil erosion. Hmm. So plants can grow and it causes soil erosion. So does that mean that the ground below us can fall apart because the plants can grow? That's a really big question because that's kind of scary. Because if we're creating an environment where plants cannot grow, they can't hold our soil together, how are we going to grow things for us to eat, for us to nourish ourselves? Like, we are definitely taking planet Earth for granted. Now, I'm not saying I'm trying to solve out all the problems in our universe at the moment, but these are things that different communities have been trying to fight against because there are some of us who do recognize these problems. And although it's a really like a problem that can fix by everyone trying to have an input in it, it's really hard to get to people to go on, like, um, a routine. Yeah, like, get them on a routine to try to better life, not just for us today, but for our children and their children after that, and moving on, you know? Now, this is a very interesting one. Thermal pollution. I just found out not too long ago about thermal pollution. I didn't even know it had a name. I only knew it, knew it as radioactive stuff. Yeah. But it actually has a name for it. It's a thermal pollution, which is the rise in temperature in the ecosystem, which, as we know, as of late, the weather has been wacko and has been hot on days that it's like you need to go to the beach and it's been really cold on other days but the fact that our levels of heat has spiked over these years are very very alarming if you look back on statistics of years ago we didn't have so much inconsistency to our heat levels and the fact that it is like this it is mind-blowing because there's something wrong and like the planet is saying hey there's something wrong and it's imbalance of heatness every now and then is a great sign of that and a lot of it is due to us too we are building and building and building newer buildings all the time and we're building bigger and bigger cities more and more condos and we need machinery to keep lights on and not for nothing times square if you go there how much heat do you think all those screens are giving off? Like, that adds to our thermal pollution. 
crazy. It looks pretty, don't get me wrong. It looks wonderful to look at, but it's not helping us out at the end. And let's not get like crazier about other cities that have extravagant cities that are all lit up. We're just we're we're just as guilty. So a great example of this is the melting of polar ice caps. Why do I mention this? Now, polar bears are becoming endangered. Why? Because in order for them to survive and to hunt and to thrive, they depend on these ice caps to travel, to rest, to hunt. And because they're melting, it's required for them to swim longer. And National Geographic has a whole documentary on this. So definitely check that out. I saw um, one documentary where these poor bears have to swim and swim and swim. And they get so tired of swimming that they end up drowning because they just can't take it anymore. Like God knows when is the next polar ice cap that they're going to hit. And they don't know this. So either A, they will evolve into being able to massively swim long distance of water. Or they're just going to come to a point where there's no more polar bears. Like, they're so tired. They're losing so much weight. And it's getting hotter and hotter that, like, it's diminishing them at a great rate. And that is really, really sad. Because, again, everything is part of a life cycle. There might be a, a generation in the future where we, that we will talk about polar bears like dinosaurs. That is some pretty wild stuff. I don't know about you, but that makes me a little sad because we, we're we not helping anything out by not acknowledging these things. And because the polar ice caps melt, they make the water level rise. Now, uh, to look at this in a bigger spectrum, Manhattan is an island. If the water keeps rising, Manhattan will disappear underwater. Isn't that, isn't that crazy? Isn't that crazy? We keep building on this island and... We're not thinking about like that the water level rising is can cause a big, a big, big issue for our cities that are near or sitting on top of water bodies. Like, I don't know if anybody's doing anything about it. At least I haven't. I honestly haven't been doing that like that like research in depth to figure that out. But it's definitely something that has been mentioned and brought up to attention. And it's just like, whoa, like. I, I can't, I know Manhattan all my life. Manhattan is my favorite place to be in New York. And for me to think about how it can, it might not exist one day, that is just, again, mind blowing. Now, moving on to radioactive pollution. Yeah, radioactive is very similar and plays in part with thermal hand in hand. No doubt. Now, this comes from the dumping of nuclear, nuclear, nuclear power plants. Yes, I corrected myself. So it comes from the dumping of nuclear power plants into water bodies that can last many, many, many years. A really, really great famous example of a radioactive living for years and years and years is from the world the second world war that happened in the USA where USA 
attacked Hiroshima and Nagasaki in Japan. They threw an atomic bomb that left a radioactive footprint leading to mutant diseases. So anyone that survived from that era eventually died from cancer and mutations, disease mutations. Yes, these diseases took a life of its own due to this radioactive. So is it a far stretch from these superheroes that they've made like stories about where like, oh, they went into this radioactive green goo and became a superhero? I mean, it's not that far fetched to like if you really think about it, but it's it's a little exaggerated. You don't really become a superhero, but you do come out with defects that are really like will shorten your life or will give you a lot of difficulties. But yeah, if you are interested more about this Hiroshima Nagasaki, Netflix has a whole bunch of movies, great movies, great documentaries based on how it happened, who's there today, what's going on, how are they trying to change this, what is over there, is there any life, any questions you have about this, definitely check out Netflix. I use Netflix, so this is why I'm saying Netflix, but Netflix has a great bunch of things. Just look it up. So we're going to get down to the last two. So noise. Noise is more of like a psychological kind of pollution rather than a physical one. And examples of this, so you understand what I'm saying, is the honking of vehicles, the trains. Below key, we need trains, especially if you live around where you like cars are just not going to get you there. Like, especially if you live in New York and like, yeah screw cars there's like there's so much traffic there that forget it just just take the train um clubs because people are what don't want to hear music i suppose that's why that's on the list so if you're a club and you're going okay you know you get what i'm saying i'm not the best beatboxer out here okay okay let's face it but yeah like people just get bothered you know other place other things that include noise probably airplanes they're pretty loud if you live by the airplanes forget about it or helicopters like you get the picture it's very very psychological rather than a physical pollution but it's still considered pollution last but not least light pollution and how is light polluting great question i don't know this either but a lot of what is considered light pollution is man-made for example all these light bulbs we have out there to help us see better which definitely help us but they are light pollution because let's face it and depends where you are so don't judge depends where you are moonlight is not enough you hear what i'm saying sometimes it's not enough and we have all these man-made lights to help us see better but for some people it causes discomfort in their eyes which leads to headaches and migraines which goes the same when the sun is out same concept you know there's just you know people who suffer from that they suffer from this category that is called light pollution i personally don't so i can't I cannot resonate with it, but I do know some people who are just very sensitive to lighting and just need like dim places. I like dim places because it's a choice. I just like the setting, you know, it's kind of romantic, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's in the mood with some jet. Okay, off track, off track. But yes, light pollution. Now, what can we do, right? 
I'm saying all of this, but I'm not really mentioning a solution, how am I? Well, it's not really a solution because we have been trying for years to try to rectify this, right? So a lot of a lot of things are what probably you heard already, but I'm going to tell you because like, hello, we are a generation who wants to live longer and see our earth, right? And we have kids, we're going to have, you know, future generations and we need to be able to like put a ground and make a stand now and lay a foundation so our future generations can take over and just continue it for us right right so people can take you know certain preventable measures by being more conscious about what they put out what they do how they go about things like if you really don't want to be part of that number who drives maybe ride a bike I don't ride those like electrical bikes like a bike a regular bike like let's go back to like the days where we actually exercise not for you know because it was just more you enjoy life better but you know everybody's entitled to their opinion on that now metaphorically pollution we have this in our everyday lives right rights and we are polluted by people who are negative or who tell us things that bring us down so just like we're trying to clean up this wonderful earth and become green and a safer planet clean up your circle of people who are not doing you or bringing you anything positive so you can be a better you and a better self you get what I'm saying, homie? You get what I'm saying? <laughs> so, I'm going to give you a couple of names of certain websites that have to do with making our environment better. Which are they? One of them is Friends of Earth. And they are a nonprofit advocacy organization dedicated to protecting the planet from environmental degradation. Another one is the Clean Air Council, and it's a member-supported nonprofit organization, and it's dedicated to protecting Pennsylvanians' right to clean air. Do you see what I mean? Like what I mean? Like communities are coming together in different places. There's also um, like people who want just to keep up to date to see what's going on. It's pollution.com, and they have the latest nuclear power and pollution news. So in case you just want to like brush up on what's going on, definitely head over to that the website. We also have the EPA Office of Wetlands, Oceans, and Watersheds, and they provide tons of information to raise public awareness and encourage involvement in water quality issues. So if you're definitely about making our water safer for everybody and this is your forte, definitely check them out. Even like Australia has something called Clean Up Australia. Very simple, and it's a very successful organization that works in cleaning up environmental pollution and it teaches citizens how to lead greener lives. So people, there are people out there trying to change the world. You can definitely find this Google, like the top 100 places for pollution, like where you can volunteer. Like that's something you can do too, volunteer. So look, just take a look, take a chance, Find something that you're really passionate about. And if pollution and making the world a better place speaks to you, well, let's do it. 
Let's go on. And again, metaphorically, apply this not just to a better world where you live in, but to yourself as to where the people that you're surrounding yourself with, they're polluting the self-wellness of you. Um, show them the exit because they don't need to be in your life. Why? Why let them be there? You are better than that and you do not need people who are negatively putting you down. Like, do yourself a favor and exit them out the other way because they're just polluting your life. Now, we're going to close that off because everything in Rose is now mission completed about pollution. (laughs) (laughs) I felt like a superhero just now. But you get what I'm saying. So, any questions? If you would like to put... If you would like me to put up some of the websites. Or you would like some links. I will actually post it on my Instagram. Under the post for this episode. And you can definitely check them out. Okay? So, with that, I'm going to close it out. And finish off this episode. So, I will see you next time. So from everybody here at Everything in Rose, we just want to say, just the way we would try to clean up the earth from its pollutants and everything that's harming it, apply the same thing to yourself. Anybody polluting your energy, your time, and the better being of you, clean, 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 clean it up because we don't need that in our life because we are here to try better ourselves and it's not going to work if we have these things polluting us, right? So, see you next time my lovely humans so much love and thank you for being an active listener and for supporting your girl out here Mwah! next time on everything and rolls man oh man how are you my lovely humans i've missed you you do not understand how freaking busy it got literally and people are like, are always like, yeah, I have time for this. I have you. That's the illusion I thought I had. I thought I had a lot of time to do things. But when you start doing things, you realize, okay, you didn't have a lot of time to do things. And hey, and that's okay. That's completely fine to be busy. And it's completely fine to just like be occupied. As long as what you're being occupied is for a better you and a better future, duh. Now, let me go and tell you exactly what's been keeping me occupied. So I recently started doing college and man, I, I it's so time consuming. Homework and then trying to like have a social life, which is kind of impossible. <laughs> and I'm uh, trying to keep up, it's like, it's crazy like I'm a mom too so it's just like (laughs) you know (laughs) hyperventilating here (laughs) um currently it's raining in Brooklyn New York City 
all located in the United States of America. Proud to be an American here. <laughs> we don't know besides all that political stuff going. But that's another story for another day. But yeah. So, have you guys heard of Seif? Seif is like this test. You, you like For me, it's new because I'm starting to get into college. So, I'm taking the Seif test on... No, I'm lying. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. I'm, I'm here thinking of Friday. Friday is another, I have another event going on. It's just like, you see what I'm saying? Like, I don't even know where I'm at. I'm so out of whack. Holy crap. That's very embarrassing. Anyways, anyways. So it's just been a roller coaster of things. And I'm literally doing my life backwards. And like I said, that's completely fine. Like, you can be 30 years old and still go to college. You can be you could be 28 and you you still haven't finished college. Whatever the case is, like, you could either not be in college. Like, all options are completely acceptable. Like, no one should give you shit for not having either A, gone to college, or B, doing college. Like, no one should give you shit because that's bullshit. Like, if you believe in yourself that you want to do that, then go ahead. You do you. You know? Like, come on. It's your future, not theirs. So, there's that. So I'm taking this thing called Seif, and honestly, it's, I've never felt so stupid, and not in a bad way, like, I'm not, like, don't get me wrong, like, I'm not bringing myself down, but, like, sometimes you realize how much you, like, education has changed since you last actually went to school, and for me, that was a while ago, that was a couple years ago, like, I just got back into it again. I didn't realize like how much that education and the system has changed and the way they they teach you things and it's like what so complicated and then I understand a lot of the things like we're not even using this for most of our lives but you're not using it if that's not the type of career you're going to have like okay I'm learning all these type of math terms like radicals and um like terms and like adding subtracting binomials binomials trinomials you get the picture so many omials <laughs> so many numbers and it's like math was never my strongest point but i'm trying so hard to become friends with math because like Yo, your sis over here trying to do something in business. So how is she going to do that if she can't even be like understand the basics? And like, it's true. The older you are, like, the harder it is to retain certain information. And for me, it's just like, oh my god, like, I don't understand. But the more you, the more you think that way, the more you really don't understand. Like, sometimes I, you just need a breather. And I don't know how to do that sometimes. And that's freaking fine. But as I learn, I will share with you. Now for me, I had just started getting to know the process of applying for college and applying for financial aid. Now, again, there's no guidance for this in the sense of like, what do I do? No one's going to hold your hand. I tell you that much. But there are resources out there that can help you. And a lot of the colleges have on-site places and offices that you can go to. Like, for example, career path or financial aid offices. Most of them should have it. And there should be, like, people, like, on-site that you can go and talk to. 
Um, so I didn't know that I required a lot of paperwork in the sense of like taxes and that I needed to like come up with like last year stuff and all that. <sighs> it was a headache because I was just like, what the fuck? <laughs> Literally, I was just like, damn, I didn't even know how to look for this paper. I didn't know how to look for that paper. And like a lot of my stuff is like half missing. Why? Because like. If you remember, way back last year, I was living somewhere else and I moved drastically, like overnight kind of move out and I didn't have a lot of my paperwork. Now, that's really on me just because like I wasn't really thinking about the moves that I'm making now, but that's all right. That's all right. There's no need to mope about it because luckily for most papers that you need you could always get them online or on special places like for example if you need your taxes there is a tax office here in new york actually right by um the courts and you can go to the tax office and make an appointment and reprint your old taxes like you don't even need it like you don't need to ask nobody for shit you just go there and get it yourself you know and so easy just make a phone call everything is so reachable now that like it should not be an issue to retrieve back any type of document you need which is great and like i've been dealing like with some lawyer stuff and if you didn't know like the bar association in manhattan offers you free legal advice don't like quote me for this but i think it's on mondays but again look up bar association online and it's um, in Manhattan. And then, like, if you need any type of legal advice or you you have some, like, legal documents and you have no one to turn to, but you need to know or try to understand the document, you could definitely go online, look that up, call them, make an appointment, and ta-da! Somebody will assist you because I did it. So that's something that I've learned that I'd like to share because nobody told me that. I kind of just, like, <laughs> had to figure it out. And I would have liked that somebody would have told me or at least given me like a heads up about it. But since I know about it and I figured it out, I just whoever needs it. Here you go. Bar Association. They would help you, you know, and some people do free bono cases, which is great if you need something like to, you know, again, whatever the question is that you have regarding that. Just look it up, make an appointment, ask them, bring all your paperwork and they should be able to take it from there. Now, another thing. For people who need to, um, let's say, start school again. Like, let's say the only thing you have was your GED. There is a program from the Good Shepherd Services. If you sign up, you know, you may qualify. And they give you, uh, like, it's like a bridge between trying to make it easier to get into college for those who are really serious about getting their degrees. And... If you qualify, no matter what the age, and I tell you this because I did it, me, yes, I did it. So I can speak from firsthand resources like they will help you. They provide tutoring. They provide like guidance. They, you know, they, they even sit down and give you classes like and it, like everything is free in the sense if you qualify. So like if you're one of those people who, you know, low income um, needs to get a like a head start into life again and needs you know to try to get back on track and the only thing you had was a GED or a high school diploma this is it this is it 
do it go for it it's there like the city provides these programs and they're funded by the state and like people should take more advantage of it it's called um the life lake program from offer from the good shepherd services also cuny also holds um cuny mass start most of those classes you do have to pay for but again they do offer like a like for a small handful that do qualify and i keep iterating the word qualify because it doesn't apply for everybody but if you want to find out just to look up the you know again google it look up what's the requirements make an appointment get an assessment and see if you're one of those people who qualify and if you are great and if you don't it's not the end of the world there are there they have programs that work with you so don't lose faith don't lose faith go ahead give it a shot but like i was telling you there are programs from cuny math start and i say math start because i'm doing math they do have for reading i'm not familiar with that one because i don't i'm not doing that program so um math start offers the program where it was free and it was being held at a different location but only a select handful qualify and it's not limited to just people like you know of like a certain age or a certain group like anybody can go like there was like like the age varies from as young as like 17 to 40 so that should give you an idea like how broad that is and the class is like what 15 18 people but they are hard on your attendance your homeworks and like whatever it is they give you like they do treat it like a college set like set yeah, they do treat it like a regular class. So, and you get a break. Not long, but you get a break. And depending on your situation, they're open to helping you in the best way they can. So, again, this is as I'm going and I'm learning. And just as I'm like going through it myself, again, I'm going to let you know. Why? Because, yo, sis needed some help at one point And I didn't have it. And I wouldn't want anyone to do it. Like, I don't, wouldn't want anybody to go through the same thing that's why i'm telling and if i found a little office because i'm i was crossing the street and the cars were coming and i didn't want to die so yeah there's that but yeah and i'm sorry if i'm going on and on and on it's just that sis got a test tomorrow and she needs to study i don't know why i'm talking in third person but this is a very rose moment where she just kind of just talks about herself in a third person view. Why? Me no say, which means I don't know. <laughs> but yeah. Whew. Wow, I don't even know how that much breath. <laughs> but yeah. Well, that's are the things that I'm learning as I go along. If you would like more information about it, definitely um, I will link it under the post for this episode. Um, websites that you can go to and I will tag them so you guys can see it for yourselves and you know try to go ahead and do it <laughs>